Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're moving on with our rankings for 2020. We're going to wide receivers this week. We're going to do like we did last week. We're going to go one through, well, maybe 20. We'll see where we get. We'll try to, you know, at least the first like 15 to 20, we'll get into a little deeper. Then we'll probably list our like 20 through 30 just to give you an idea of where we're at. But before we do that, make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram at Fantasy Football Profit. And the website's fantasyfootballprofit.com where you can go there and you can see our full ranks will be up there, which is like one through a hundred almost for each position. So go check those out as well. So, all right, we'll waste no time. We'll jump right into this. And we don't need to really talk about number one, like at all. We both had Michael Thomas. No surprise. The guy catches a million balls. It's, I mean... He still has Drew Brees. There's no reason you wouldn't have Michael Thomas as your number one wide receiver. It's pretty clear cut this year, I think. No, it probably wasn't even a debate with you, was it? It It's just easy. Pencil him in. Yeah, yeah. Most reliable. You know the situation. He's He's an absolute beast. Yeah, pencil him in. So number two, we actually both had the same number two, which, you know, I don't... Kind of surprised me almost in a way. It's Tyree Kill. I was going to say, you went with Hill too, huh? Yeah, we both went with Hill here, which actually is one spot ahead of his consensus rank and two spots ahead of where is like his current ADP, which is ADP rate at this point to really, you know, rough. But still, it's ahead of him. But I I put Hill there. It's just because still he's playing with with Patrick Mahomes. That offense is amazing. You know they're going to score points. Tyree Kill is a, he's a great player. He can't, he's... For number two receiver, though, he he worries me in a way only because that he can be a little up and down and have like the bad game here and there. It happens. And so that's where I'm, I'm more hesitant to put him here, but I still went with it just because there's not, I mean, I like the players after him too, but there's no one is immune to this up and down thing, it seems like, except Michael Thomas. So I'm not going to really hold that against him right now. And I just think he has the best shot, the best team, the best situation. Just It's just a good spot for Tyreek Hill. And so jumps up to number two. Yeah, and I'll be honest, I'm not as worried about his up and down games. Really, I'm not. I think that they do a good job of getting him the ball. Um, the only reason he got downgraded last year for me is obviously because of off the field issues that could possibly hurt him. But he has the best chance to, you know, I mean, one catch and you can get a touchdown, right? I mean, he's lightning in a bottle. And he, even though he doesn't always have the biggest games, very rarely does he have less than 50 yards. I mean, he, he does make himself pretty good. I mean, I would even say 70 yards is pretty average for this guy. So uh, even saying that, I, I get that because we're talking about the cream of the crop. We're talking about the top 10. If you get him, you want to be able to rely on him. But he has shown himself to be a very reliable wide receiver, even though you know it is easy to get caught up in thinking he's the big play guy. He's the Deshaun Jackson of old. I think he is a little more reliable yardage wise than than people give him credit for. Yep, and you know last year was interesting to you because I mean yeah he didn't play those what four weeks or what it was quite a bit he didn't play after he got hurt too. So and there was the off field before that which kind of I don't know. It didn't play out, but he, he had a good stretch. The last five games weren't great. He did have one game with two touchdowns, but I he's too good. And he'll have a healthy Patrick Mahomes this time. 
and should be should be good uh, good to go. So number three, we both had Devontae Adams. No real question marks. I feel like there he's he's good. He wasn't. I mean, as reliable last year as he was the year before. The year before he was just consistent double digit points every game. Last year didn't quite play out like that, but he still had. You know, in what in twelve games last year, he had nine hundred ninety-seven yards yet, eighty-three catches, and that's only twelve games. Well, so. actually, this is a question I had, and something I, yeah. I seriously considered. I did. I had him at number three as well. Did you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we we synced up on that. My question with that is, with everything going on with Aaron Rodgers, and he's the only guy in town, so obviously yeah. that helps him out a, a ton, right? But Aaron Rodgers' TDs dropped. Quite a bit. He is an awesome quarterback, but he only threw in the 20s, right? I mean, that's not nothing. Yep. But, you know, Devontae Adams, one of the reasons why he was so big is because for three years in a row, he, you know, was catching 10 touchdowns or more. Last year, he caught five. I know he was hurt for a few games. Does that enter your mindset? Because putting him here number three, you are jumping over other guys that... I don't know. I mean, it's quite possible they have bigger upside now, right? I mean, just the next couple of guys, I know that Julio is, is coming up. Um, so, I mean, why did I put him at number three too, but I actually struggled with this one. Where, where is your mind at? Well, a lot of it was when he came back from injury, he just, he played much better. I feel like his, his stats were a lot better at that point. The touchdowns finally came in those last, in those last games of the season. Basically from week 12 on, he caught all his touchdowns, which he had nothing in the first eleven weeks. That that's I don't feel like that can repeat itself. It's like they okay they finally week twelve on they figured that out. He caught five touchdowns in those games, and I think that's more of the sign of things to come for Devonte Adams for this year. He um, let's see he had you know even the games he was down at the end he had the touchdowns in them really. So other than that he had a after he came back from the injury he wasn't as great the first game seven for forty one then seven for one eighteen. Seven for forty-three, but he got touchdowns. Six for four, sixty-four, got two touchdowns. The four for forty-one wasn't great, but then seven for one hundred three, thirteen for one sixteen, and seven for ninety-three in touchdowns. So he ended the year strong there, and then he even ended the. He was even stronger in the playoffs. Eight for one sixty-two touchdowns, nine for one thirty-eight. It's like he he just finally he he those last five games counting the playoffs. He really really figured they figured something out. Again, they got back to where they were in twenty eighteen. I feel like so. I think that I just I think that's going to carry over. All right, let's go here. Okay, number four. We actually had a tie for number four. So four and five was a tie. DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones. We flipped them around. You went Julio, DeAndre. I went DeAndre, Julio. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to throw too much of a – I mean, somebody will throw a fit about one of the ranks. But, right, right. you know, I'm I'm okay with Julio, DeAndre Hopkins. I get it, too, and I had that that way until just recently – and I mean, I get why. I mean, there's more question marks because he's on a new team, new quarterback with him. I, I get it. Um, Julio and Julio's Julio. He's he's always oh, he's great. He just is. But he never finds himself to be number one on any of my lists. And he's what? How old is Julio now? Thirty something? Thirty one? Yeah, I was gonna say that that's gonna be the knock against him, right? Yep. Age, age is finally getting up there. But look, I mean, the guys. As long as, as even with even with his size, though, I feel like. Age, much like Fitzgerald or or Megatron or, you know, Moss, I feel like larger wide receivers like this can, as long as they don't get injured, 
um, fall off a, a you know mm-hmm. they have a, they have a longer shelf life at the end of their career because I think you can utilize them in different ways. And it, this guy's been bulletproof. I mean, he hasn't finished outside the top ten. Uh, I mean, pretty much ever if he if he played more than you know more than thirteen games. I mean the la- <laughs> I mean crazy. He uh, the last two seasons he was fifth. Two seasons before that he was sixth. Season before that he was second. So this guy is bulletproof. He is a great one to have. So and I don't have any issue with putting Hopkins above him. I really don't. I, I think I've seen enough from Kyler Murray in order to understand that they're going to give him the ball. He is going to do wonderful because he is, you know, arguably one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver in the NFL at the moment. I know that's arguable. Um, but hey, Julio is a, a guaranteed producer. And if you're going to get a guy like this who will pretty much be in the top 10, even if he doesn't catch uh, double digit touchdowns, that's pretty special. And then, you know, on top of that, he they finally showed that if they give him enough, they, they finally force fed him the ball a little bit in the red zone, got him, got those TDs up. I mean, he is a, he's, man, he is just one heck of a wide receiver, one of the best of all time. So let's jump over to number six, which is Kenny Galladay comes in number six for us. And you put him number six and I put him number six. So we both jumped Kenny Galladay up. Um, That's one spot ahead of consensus, two spots ahead of ADP. And I mean, he was actually, he was actually better than that last year in fantasy. So that's not crazy. He finished what number three, I believe in standards last year, number three wide receiver, which is pretty impressive. A lot of touchdowns, 11 touchdowns. The catches were only 65, I guess. But 1,190 yards, 11 touchdowns. If he was able to get those receptions up, and he, you know, I think he will with a healthy Stafford. If Stafford's there for the full season, look what he could do without Stafford there all year. With Stafford, I just think it's going to be even better. And it's going to be a really good season. So he, he still he comes in number six for me. Um, I'm, I'm expecting a good year. Yeah, I agree. I, I think there will be some negative talk about Galladay because he's not as uh, a complete wide receiver as a lot of these other guys. He doesn't get that, that target share like Craig was mentioning, but he is, he is one of the biggest deep threats in the NFL right now. And you have Stafford who has a giant arm. Um, even, I mean, we saw it last year. Uh, he, he really is able to, uh, you know, go up and get the ball. And I mean, if you look at deep targets last year, he had 37, which ranked number one. So I don't expect that to, I mean, maybe he won't be number one, but I don't expect them to go away from that. I think that's too large of a piece of their offense. Uh, And on top of that, they actually should have gotten better in the run game, got more depth. So maybe the play action with Stafford will work even a little more. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think that he is a safe top 10 guy, and Mm -hmm. I think that he comes with a lot of upside because what if he does catch a few more balls, right, where these other guys are already kind of topping out at, you know, 130 targets. It's not really his game, so we'll see how they use him, but I really like his upside. And so 7 and 8, we ended up with Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. We both had Godwin 7, we both had Evans 8. And it's hard to say exactly how they're gonna, it's going to play out with Tom Brady. We really don't know, but they were both great last year. And it feels like Godwin really, really benefits from Evans quite a bit. And he got he was really good. Last year, 86 catches, 1,300 yards, nine touchdowns. That's I. That's what I put him one spot ahead of Evans because he seems more consistent to me, I feel like, in a way. I could almost count on Godwin slightly more. But Evans has done that to me for years in fantasy. I've had him on many teams, and he always just – he has huge games. He has some down games. I mean, Godwin had him too, but I guess that's where the – that's the only problem with, with both of them is 
they can have a down game because there's another great receiver to throw the ball to. And but they they're top ten though, right? They have to be. So I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with these two. <laughs> I don't either. I mean, the big question is what is Tom Brady really going to be? I I have to believe that he's going to be pretty good. But once again, pretty good in in real life football does not always translate. And I'm I'm not. I mean, I have him here, right? Seven and eight. I, I don't think that there's going to be a giant fall off. But I know that God, Godwin finished number two, right? He finished number two last year, only yeah. behind Michael Thomas. I know that there's going to be talk. Tom Brady is there. You know, what are you guys thinking? He should be higher, this and that. Um, hey, I mean, the truth is we don't really know. And, and Tom Brady, uh, he doesn't throw. We don't know if he's a bad deep ball thrower anymore. I mean, you, he just doesn't say, do yeah. it enough yeah, to, to really find that out. His percentages are good, but he doesn't take a lot of shots down the field. Um, so... If, I mean, and Jameis was just such a different quarterback than Tom Brady oh, no. that you're kind of like, okay, if if they don't sling the ball around like they like they did last year and they don't get these big plays, do they get hurt? I mean, can they, and who, really, which one of them, which one of them can play the Tom Brady game where you can run Chris Rouse, you know, get open in the middle field, you get the first down. And that's why I like Godwin a little more. I, I love Mike Evans. I think he's a great talent. But I think Godwin at this stage of his career is a little bit better after the catch. And I think with Tom Brady, that, that's the separator. I think that he is going to put you in space or give you an opportunity. It's up to you after that. So that's why I think Godwin has the, the edge. And honestly, I might even have dropped them both lower just because I have the uncertainty. But it doesn't. The players after this, I there's there's uncertainty all around. So <laughs> exactly yeah. my my point. I wanted to do the same thing, and I yeah. if, if if I wanted to drop, I may have dropped like Mike Evans below maybe the next two guys. But it's but just I, not, I'll tell yeah. you, tr- yeah, Mike. I mean, you know, but there's yeah. so many, so many. No one down here was consistent. There's just no consistency, and some of them haven't weren't good at all last year. Some of them were great a couple of years ago. It's just they're, they're all over the board. Yeah. Well, so, I know who you're talking about. So. <laughs> well, there's a couple. Well, I'll start with the next one. We actually went um, Amari Cooper. Actually, we had a tie here for number nine. Nine and ten were a tie. So it's Amari Cooper, who you put 11, I put nine. And it's Odell Beckham, who you put nine, and I put 11. So okay. we tied them up. And So, okay. Yeah. I'll just make my point quick because I, yeah. I I think this is pretty easy. Hey, they're both great wide receivers. Uh Amari Cooper was incredibly up and down. I mean, I think Craig hated that about him more than I did. Yeah, and yeah. It, and then you add another good weapon. You have Gallup, and then you also have C.D. Lamb. So, I mean, I think he'll probably have – maybe he'll be a little more consistent this year. I, I have a hard time believing it's going to be as up and down as he was last year. I still think he'll be very good, but that worries me. And at that point, that is where – I mean, I'm once again, I'm, I'm a uh, – I am a Baker Mayfield believer that he is going to come back and be a good good quarterback. It doesn't have to be phenomenal. He just has to be good. And with being good and, and shoring up that line, getting two tackles in the offseason, I think Odell Beckham will come back. He is far too good not to. So I'm going with the upside of the talent rather than the should I, shouldn't I play him. And, and that's really what came into play here. So what about you, Craig? Well, I Odell, he was just not good last year at all. Um, yeah, I mean, but that team true. was the team was so dysfunctional on offense. On though, uh, Freddie Kitchens was not the coach for that team, and it, nothing worked out. So you, yeah, like, I just have to believe the talent is going to overcome this year. He is Odell might be the most talented receiver in the league. Really, he, he's that good, 
and it, it just did not show last year. I, I don't know what that was. I don't know why that was, but I do think it will come back. And even I thought it, I'm moving him up to 11. A lot of people had not been on board with that. And um, that's actually not where he is consensus wise. Actually, I didn't even realize that. But oh, uh, ADP where, is still where is he 13. right now? He's 11th consensus and 13th ADP. So he has moved oh, so back up, up a little there. bit. Okay. He's finally moved back up. But yeah, and Amari, I put Amari ahead because I think Amari is just he is good. He really is great. He just um, I uh, I don't know what it is. Something about it where I just he seems too inconsistent to me. I don't think it. It wasn't as bad last year, right? But um, there's just been he he could be maybe it's more of the fact that Amari Cooper could be so good and you see it some some games like the eleven for two twenty six, the eleven for one forty seven, and then just game three disappears. That's because that's what, what bothers me about Amari Cooper. Even though I put him up here, it's it's the one for nineteen games, it's the four for twenty four games. Why did why do those happen? It, I don't understand. The four for twenty four game happened in a game where he had twelve targets. It's crazy, um, but he's still this good, and he's gonna put the numbers up, and he's gonna have these massive games, and so he should be up here. And I'm hoping it's more consistent. And we, you know, Gallup and Lamb being there, maybe the attention isn't all on him anymore, where he can just be open and <laughs> be that good. So I, 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 I think he'll be more consistent. I, I think so too, but I do worry about it a little bit in the. He's a weird number one wide receiver where he doesn't demand that, you know, that everyday production, that that the ball in his hands necessarily, right? And my worry with that team is because you have so many unbelievable, talented players on, on the offensive side of the ball. Like, I, we know that Zeke will demand the ball. We know that they'll feed him the ball when they need to. Um, and... With other players, C.D. Lamb and, and Gallup, Gallup really did make a huge step forward. C.D. Lamb is kind of uh, projected to be the number two because of how talented he is right now. I, I worry almost more so that they don't need him. So you don't see those games where they try to force feed him the ball 12 times and and then, you know, which he still could fall flat on his face. So he's a very strange up and down player, which is why I personally kept him out of the top 10 because I just I can't. I can't handle that for my wide receiver one. Extremely talented, though. All right, let's go to number 11. So number 11 for us ended up being Adam Thielen. So Adam Thielen, you put at number 10, and I have him 13. So let me pull this up. We'll see where he's actually. And I think we are actually probably ahead on him in consensus here. So he is 15th consensus currently. So we are ahead of Thielen, but Thielen has been a riser on my boards. I would say he's been, he's constant. I think I started out the preseason with him around like 20 or so, and he's constantly moved up. And when I really think about it and he's moved in, like really moved up for you, then up to number 10. And there, I think there's, there's multiple reasons for me why he's moved up when I've really thought about his production and what he's done. So he was, um, I guess I don't even want to say not good last year. He was injured last year, you know, for a lot of games. And it was like when he was really starting to, he didn't start the year great. And then he was, he was starting to come on. That's where like week five, seven for one thirty and two touchdowns next week, six for 57, but he got a touchdown. He's looking better. He started that Detroit game right away. First drive. I believe it even was 25 yard touchdown. Looks like a big game's coming. He gets hurt. Misses the next, the rest of the game, misses the game, comes back, hurt again, doesn't come back till week 15. Season's over. So it's like just when he was just starting to get into it. And I mean, he had what? How many touchdowns did he have there? He had, yeah, he had six. 
six touchdowns, and they all came in the first seven games. Touchdowns were there. And he is a, he's yeah. a different kind of animal. And when then they really use him well, well uh, around the goal line. I mean, he had nine the year before that, right? I mean, he almost had 1,400 yards and nine touchdowns the year before that when he played all 16 games. Yep. Um, and I, I think, and once again, this no will be up now too. So. Yes. I was going to say, what do you feel? What do you feel about that though? Do you think that actually well, helps him? I think it got a yes, ton of targets. I think it does help because he is still the guy. And it's not like he's completely the guy they have to concentrate on because they did draft Justin Jefferson. So that does help. If they didn't draft a Jefferson, I'd be a little more worried that he couldn't handle all the attention. But Jefferson's there; it's going to take it take some away from him. I, I'm confident in it. I think I'm, I feel good about it that he can be the main guy, the main target. But he doesn't have to be the only person. I just I think when I really look into it and see where he was, where he was going last year, I think his season would have turned out pretty well there, and then the injury just ended it, and we don't know what he would have ended up doing. So I feel I feel pretty good about it. I think he's going to be if he can get the targets like he did before. I don't see why he can't. I really don't, honestly. I don't see why he can't get a bunch of targets anymore. That I think I think it's good. Maybe not 153 targets like he did in 2018, yeah. but he'll get he can get targets, 120 targets. Yeah, they 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 did turn into a much more run heavy yes. offense than you know when Delvin Cook kind of had his coming out party. And just for kind of showing you, because it's hard to tell, he got hurt, right? So 153 down to you know playing 10 games that's not a good kind of a stat line but uh Stefan Diggs right you can kind of see it and this is a uh, quite a big drop off because he played 15 games right um in the last two seasons so he had 149 targets in 2018 this year he had 94 so he dropped off by about 50 targets and yes that's going to be part of it once again that there's a lot of other things that are going on there Delvin Cook was having a possible MVP year um you know Kirk Cousins kind of was having that whole moment where everyone was doubting whether or not he should be the guy there um do I think that his 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 targets will go down I do but I I don't think down by a whole lot because once again Diggs is not there and and he is going to be their best option so Justin Jefferson I think is going to be able to step in like Craig said I think he is actually going to have a pretty good year as well especially for a rookie but I think this is Thielen's time to shine and I think he is going to be the first person they look for in the red zone as well if they decide to or try to throw it so I think that Thielen not only will have a very good year I think he's going to be a very reliable wide receiver as long as he stays healthy which I can't necessarily say about all these guys up here I think week in week (laughs) out you can really expect him to get a, a certain amount of targets and, you know, six, seven catches possibly, because I think he's going to be the anchor. All right, let's go to our number 12, which ends, ends, uh, ends up being Cooper Cup is actually number 12 for us. So that means I had him 10th and you had him 16th. So a little bit of a difference, but I mean, at this range, I feel like you can interchange a lot of guys. It's not that big of a deal. So the knock on him would be he ended the he didn't end the year great I would say with targets with catches it wasn't great right he did have touchdowns though the last five games he got a touchdown in each of the last five games but yes the the I don't know why the targets went down it was you know it's really when he I, I don't know why did they go down it's kind of well, kind of strange actually I actually and th- this is not yeah. my own I actually was listening to other people yeah. and this makes a lot of sense because they they really dug into the stats so good for them I wish I could give them a shout out I cannot remember who it was <laughs> or what channel it was um but the interesting part is because I was looking into Higby right and I was looking yep. into tight end what's going on with him yes. can I you know because I, I put him on at players that I love because he did so well at the end of the year um 
But because of what was going on there, they ended up going into, you know, more two tight end sets. And obviously Brandon Cooks was her and they were they couldn't run the ball. It was it was kind of a mess. So they were trying different things. And Cooper Cup in the slot is phenomenal. Cooper mm-hmm. Cup lining up on the outside, yeah. still a very good wide receiver, but obviously not as productive as he was. And that is what, you know, these people were saying kind of that is where that that fall off in production actually occurred. I, I, you know, I, once again, I'm not going to drop him way off. And I still like Cooper Cup better than I like Robert Woods because, you know, a lot of people are making that case that Robert Woods is the true not, number one. They're all that. I, I don't buy into it at all. Uh, I'm not that, that guy. But I do think that is a very good analysis of, of what could possibly be happening as they shift offensive. You know, they got rid of Gurley and, and you do have uh, two tight ends that they seem to like. So that is why he dropped a little bit for me, but I still think he is a a, a very he's just he's he's got a nose for it, man. He he will get in the end zone. He will do a lot of good things. So he's gonna be one that I watch, and depending on what happens in the off season, I will rise. You know, make him go up or down. But right now, that's why he is a little lower than I wanted to put him at sixteenth. Yeah, it did his his fall did coincide with Higby's rise there, didn't it? When you really think, when you look at that, those weeks that he was down, that's when Higby became a right. thing. So you, yep. you do wonder if yep. it, anyone working the middle of the field in the offense, are they going to be the guy to have? Yep. Yep. And if we'll, we'll see how it plays out. We don't know what they're going to do. No girly. We don't know exactly how they're going to run that offense. So they, McVay's always looking to change things. It, yeah. There's no and, guarantee he sits, he keeps any one thing going. Exactly. It could be completely and, and different don't tell than me was. they don't have another yeah. wide receiver. I'm sure they do have some wide receivers stashed away. So you can, if Cup is really that good in the slot, I'm sure they'll figure out a way to make that work. Well, didn't they? Um, I think they just drafted what Van Jefferson. Is that right? Van, I think it was Van Jefferson. So oh, they did actually. Yeah, right? he was one of the players I loved, and I think yep. he, I think he's NFL ready. Um, whether or not where yep. you put him, but if they could put him on the outside, it does yep. fix that issue. Yep, I think that that's a. Uh, I think they have the, the players to do it. All right, so let's go to number 13. Number 13 is Stefan Diggs. You had him 14. I had him 12. We are way ahead on consensus on this, Jeff. No, by, way what, ahead. by how much? He is 25th in consensus right now. Why in the world is he yes. so low? It's, he is way, way down there. And Okay, I I love Stefan Diggs, and I have. Everyone, if you've listened to the show for any for. <laughs> How, I mean, pretty much since the existence of the show, yeah. I've been a Diggs fan. I mean, it's Fat. it's there. And, you know, last year, I guess, was a down year, 63 catches. But he still had 1,100 yards in those 63 catches, which is crazy when you look at his numbers. He had more yards last year than he did in 2018, and yet he had 30 what, or 39 less catches last year. He went from 10 yards catch to 17.9 yards a catch in just a season. That's crazy. And... I mean, he's the number one in Buffalo that, no, though now. Josh Allen is going to be – I feel like Josh Allen's just going to consistently, just constantly look for Diggs all the time. Isn't he? I mean, he's going to look for him all the time. I don't oh. see how he doesn't. Oh, without a doubt. Right. I mean, I, you would hope. And even if he's not perfect, you, you don't have well, to be. I mean, Diggs is yeah. a very good wide receiver. I, I don't – I'm not sure why people downgrade him so much. Well, if he's really, truly going to be – Rank that low, and he's his ADP is twenty one right now, so that's pretty low too. If he's actually going to go that low in drafts, he is going to be on every one of my teams. It's I know how it's going to play out. He's going to be my on my players I love list again. It's just going to play. It's going to work out that way if he's really ranked this low. And and, and think about this too. I mean, last year John Brown, right? It's kind of the darling. Everyone loved him. They were kind of like, why you know, why not you know him? Blah blah blah. Him and Diggs. 
they averaged the same amount, right? 9.9 points per game in standard. And Diggs is better. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) and not by by a little bit. I mean, by quite a bit, right? And he is going to turn to the number one. If they found out a way to make John Brown very relevant, I don't see a reason why they won't, you know, do that times whatever it may be to to Diggs. I mean Diggs, you know, finished eighteenth last year when uh when and you heard Craig what he talked about with his targets, everything going down and and he is a great deep threat. It it really does fit this offense really well. And they're trying their best to make, you know, their young quarterback um give him all the weapons in the world. So I think they went out and they got him a very talented number one wide receiver, and that's how they're going to use him. So I, I have all the confidence in the world with him. I, I have no idea why you would ever put him in the 20s after you saw John Brown can be in the top 20, and, and Diggs obviously was in the top 20 in the past. How I many, you know, it, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. No, it, it does. I think he's going to be, I think he's going to be really good. I'm, I'm pretty confident. I feel good about it. I, Especially where you're going to draft him, I feel I feel really good about that pick about getting but getting Diggs. So he will uh, be on a lot of my teams. All right, number fourteen. As we'll start to move through that, we've been this is a decently long episode for where we're at. <laughs> number fourteen, <laughs> Juju Smith Schuster came in fourteen. He was twelve for you, fifteen for me. He definitely was a disappointment last year, without Huge. a doubt. Yeah. But you have to pretty much put that all on the quarterback play. I think there the quarterback play was terrible. Dude, no one I, is gonna be no one's gonna be good when you you were getting thrown to by the third wide receiver and you're banged up. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, it, the third quarterback. Yeah, it just uh, it was bad. It was um, really <laughs> really bad. So <laughs> I I don't think you can judge him on it. I really don't. But I actually he's moved back up the ranks. It looks like he is now twelfth um, consensus actually as well. No, is he really that high now? Yeah, That's he's awesome. Actually, so he's he's well. Gone actually, up. it's not for me. But um, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I guess the, you know, the the video surface or you know the video they they sent out about Roethlisberger being back and throwing and, and doing all that. I mean, that is really what it came down to. You have Roethlisberger out there, and you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, Juju will be fine. You know, you don't have Antonio Brown, you don't have all this, and and the heat is kind of off of him. He doesn't have to be a top five wide receiver, but is he going to be a wide receiver too? Yeah, a very good one as long as Big Ben stays healthy. Yep. So I'm. I feel pretty good about Juju. I think it's a good. It's a good. It's a really good wide receiver too. So, number fifteen, Allen Robinson. You had him fifteen. I had him fourteen. And consensus wise, Allen Robinson is actually number nine. He's we're we're down on Allen Robinson compared to uh, consensus. And funny. That's a funny thing because I was the big. I was like ten spots ahead of Allen Robinson on, cons- on than consensus last year, and I was proven right. I guess. But now we. I actually rank him higher this year, and I'm down on him. Um. I guess I don't trust the quarterback situation there. That's really my only reason why he's even 15. I just don't, I don't love the quarterback situation. I think he's good. I don't think he's um, really elite, I guess. I think he's a good wide receiver too. He's a middle of the road wide receiver too. He should be good, but wider, you know, the, the quarterback situation just worries me. I, I don't know how it's going to play out. So that's why I guess we're down on him. Then consensus. I didn't realize how far we were, but we are. Yeah. I, I mean, he, he had a good year last year. He, he was very sneaky in yeah. the, way, the way that he was able to put up points. I mean, he had over 1,100 yards, seven touchdowns. He was targeted 154 times, which is massive. I guess my my question would be the same as yours. Is Trubisky or whoever, really, or Foles? Um, yeah. Uh, you know, it, are they, yeah, are they able to get him the ball? And is he really a deep threat 
like he once was because you're not going to get more targets than 154. I mean, that, that, that's just not going to happen. Not in Chicago's offense. You know, everyone believes that Montgomery is going to get better too. So if that happens, you know, it, it should take away from, and you also have other guys that can catch the ball, obviously Anthony Miller and, and, you know, a few other guys, but um, th- that's my question is how, how much better do you think these numbers can get? I don't think they can get better. I, think I don't either. I think, I think, I think he kind of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think he kind of has a ceiling and I, 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 you know, praise him for it. But I think you're you're buying off of I don't know I, I just I, there there's a lot of talented guys right here so Allen yep. Robinson he is talented but I think we know exactly what he is and at one time he was phenomenal um, but right now he is a very good wide receiver with a very average quarterback you know what does that add up to? Yep. Now we're going to have a group of five young guys in a row who we ranked below him in our consensus you didn't we didn't you have at least one of these guys ahead of him but. You start to wonder, should you draft the young guy who has potential to jump over him? So personally, to, I do. We'll, well, we'll, we'll no, have to relook. I, yeah. We'll relook as we get going. I know yeah. it, that starts to weigh on me. So I'll go number sixteen. It's AJ Brown, who you do have ahead of Robinson. He's thirteen for you. He's twenty for me. I actually have him lower. Oof, twenty. It, well, okay. Well, to me, why, why do you think he should be lower? I think that would be a, a. It's more of I just. I mean, I know how this plays out. Sometimes the rookie doesn't. Maybe the targets aren't there year one. And but he he obviously shows promise and he jumps up year two. I can see that playing out for sure. He had he was so much relied on those big plays. So that's my only hesitation. He only had one double digit target game the entire season, and that was uh, week fourteen when he had thirteen targets. He did have a good game out of it, eight for one fourteen touchdown. But he followed it up with only two targets. But it's just at one double digit target game. And I guess my other worry is if they just ride Derrick Henry again and do that way. Maybe the targets never get there. Um, it, it it depends on how the offense plays out. Obviously, if the targets go up, he's going to be great. I just worry about the targets. That's it. That's really my only worry. Because he turned 52 catches into 1,000 yards last year, eight touchdowns. He yeah. is great when he gets the ball. <laughs> I, just, I just don't know if the targets will be there. It was only 84. I mean, that's not going to get it done. Obviously, I think it'll be close. It'll be higher than that, maybe 100. But I need it higher than that to be really confident in him. I, I get that. And... I would go kind of, I actually would use your, um, your argument against you just a little bit. I think you're correct in worrying about targets. My, my wonder is them riding Derrick Henry like they did last year. Um, does that actually help him? I mean, you need to load up the box. You need to try to stop this train coming through the middle. And does that, you know, alleviate a lot of the pressure in the secondary? And I, I would say yes. And I think A.J. Brown took advantage of that. And I think if you enhance the amount of targets, you have another, um, you know, uh, Tannehill and him should be on the same page, who obviously they worked really well together. Uh, I, Tannehill, what, week seven on or six on, he was the starting quarterback there. And A.J. Brown really broke out. Um, and I, I like the big playability. I think he is obviously the number one there. And yeah, for all those reasons, I, I really love him. I think he showed that, I mean, he was number 10 wide receiver in standard last year. And with, with that uh, small amount of, you know, targets and, and whatnot. So if you increase his workload and you keep Derrick Henry pounding the pavement, I think it would be very difficult for, for teams to stop him from making a handful of big plays. So consistency, I do worry about that a little bit. But I think overall, when you start getting here, I think he has huge upside, and I think we saw how talented of a wide receiver mm-hmm. he is. So that's why he's higher on mine. Um, but he does come with worry. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. 
All right, number 17, we have DJ Moore, who is 18th for you, 16 for me. I I kind of I think DJ Moore probably would have been higher if Cam Newton was in was the quarterback. I I'm just not a big Teddy Bridgewater fan necessarily. Um and I think Teddy Bridgewater's Bridgewater I think is going to love um McCaffrey, right? That's going to oh, be definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's going to love McCaffrey. Moore I mean, it could work out really well. I in DJ Moore really had a great season last year 87 catches 1175 yards but only four touchdowns and three of them came in just in back-to-back weeks there he he really made a jump last year though he really looks good i'm just i'm not sold on bridgewater and maybe i'll be proven wrong i hope i'm proven wrong because i love dj Moore. um and I'll, I'll, I'll you know i'll cherry pick some numbers here let me let me here we go week nine through 15 i'm gonna pick those weeks so week nine through 15 dj Moore was the third Best in the league in points per game or half point PPR points per game in, in the league. Only behind Michael Thomas and DeAndre Hopkins. That's it. Those are the only two impressive. guys from, from 9 to 15. Weeks 9 to 15 there. There are only two ahead of them. And then week 16, he only had two targets. I can't remember what happened exactly. And then he didn't play week 17. I honestly don't remember if there's an injury or not at this point. But So week week 9 through 15, he was the number three receiver. And only it was only Thomas and Hopkins ahead of him. So that's pretty impressive. I just, I'm not sold on the quarterback situation. That's... He'd be higher if not for that. Yeah. I mean, people will probably point out, like, you know, how was his quarterback situation last year? And I, I do I do get that as a viable yeah. point. Um, and I'm with you. I, you look at his numbers and, and you're looking at the yardage he's been getting and you're kind of like, oh, wow, maybe I should. Mm-hmm. But I, I still can't be, get behind it because I don't I don't. He's not really the number one if, target. Yeah, McCaffrey's exactly. truly the number one there. Yeah. yeah, he is. People know about him and – he, I don't know. I, that offense, I don't expect them to be overly special. I think McCaffrey obviously is, but does that mean he's going to get a lot more opportunity in the end zone if he doesn't break a big one himself? I, I'm not so sure about that. So I think that he he's a little bit capped by his team, and I know people love him, so I'll probably get crap for that one. But I just, I it's one of those I don't feel it, even though you you yeah. see him building to being one of the better wide receivers in the NFL. I just don't think this is the year to do it because I think he'll be overdrafted. All right. Next up is going to be Cortland Sutton for us at number 18. He was 17 for you, 18 for me. Um, so he was probably on a pace as well to be higher in the ranks, but they really uh, loaded up the talent on that team. So it's not going to be just like Cortland Sutton. There's a lot of guys to get the ball to. So because of that, he maybe fell a little bit, but he's still, I think he's a very solid wide receiver too. He's in, he's, he's in this, there's a lot of these guys right here that showed a lot of promise and just waiting, are they going to make another jump or did they jump to where their what their level is? He had 72 catches, 1,100 yards, six touchdowns last year. And I mean, you just don't know. I feel like when they do that early on, they still have one more level, right? This is only year two. Just like, you know, same thing with, you know, DJ Moore. But do they have another level to go to? And I think Sutton does, but a lot of it depends on if Drew Locke is good. We just, we don't know that yet. Um, we I think he can be, but there's no guarantee Drew Locke's actually good. Yeah, I like. I really like what I saw from Drew Locke last year in the limited play. Right, I mean, he was four and one as a starting quarterback. That's great. Um, but he didn't. You know, once again, as a rookie quarterback, they didn't ask him to do a ton. He really had one game where he he stood out. He threw three touchdowns, three hundred yards. But be, but after that, I mean, you know, there was only one other game where he, uh, you know, threw for over two hundred yards, two hundred eight. Um, so. You know, there's still a long way to go, but I really like where he's at. And I do think that Sutton is good enough to kind of duplicate what he did last year. And that would be 
that would be good enough um, to kind of rep, you know, to put him in this range. I, I think that he's a just a terrific wide receiver. And if Drew Locke is better than advertised, better than we think, and he, you know, throws the ball around a little more, can get in the end zone, Sutton will be more than good. He will be a, kind of a breakout guy. And the next guy on our list at number 19 is Calvin Ridley. So Ridley, 19 for you, 17 for me. Another same thing here, right? Another, um, this would be another second or third year guy who, so if you look at, I mean, you look at Ridley's numbers, you first glance, you don't think, oh, he didn't really progress last year. Same catches, basically same yards, touchdowns a little lower, but he played in three less games and he was pulled off the same number. So he was on a better pace and he really picked it up towards the end there. His last four games were, um, Really good there. Eight for 143, six for 85, a touchdown, eight for 91, five for 76. So he really started to, I think, you know, look like we thought Calvin Ridley could be. And in that stretch, let's see, I'll pull some um, pull some numbers again here too. see where he was for those, uh, those what, four weeks there where he really started to play. He was the fourth best receiver in the league over those four weeks. So he started to play. And Michael Thomas was ahead of him. A.J. Brown was. That must have been one of A.J. Brown's big games. And you don't want to hear this, but Robert Woods was ahead too. I know, so. I know. He's had moments. <laughs> but Ridley, again, it's another one where can he make that third that leap again, that that jump one more level? And will will he get there? And I mean, probably I mean Ridley, it's weird some of these ages of players in their third Ridley's already twenty five and you got like Juju who's in what? How much younger is Juju? <laughs> I think he's only twenty three, maybe. Yeah, and he's <laughs> And he's been in yeah. the league how long, yeah. Yeah, so it's crazy. But um, Ridley, it's just, again, will he make the next jump? Will he make another jump? Um, maybe. We don't know. You never know. A couple of these guys will in this little group here. Brown, Moore, Sutton, Ridley. Somebody will make a, a jump higher, and some of them will stay similar. You know, it, it's hard to say. <laughs> All right, let's see here. We'll go number 20 because it's another young guy. I like to group him in. Number 20. Uh, you had him 21. I had him 22. It's DK Metcalf. And... He showed a bunch of signs last year and flashes that this he could be a really, really good receiver in the league and end up with 58 catches, 900 yards, seven touchdowns. I really liked what I saw from DK Metcalf. And I, I do think there's going to be a jump here with him. He had 100 targets last year. If I he could turn those into some more catches, I, yeah. I would love it too because people would call this crazy. First of all, for loving him a little bit, but you know, even with that, I – you know, I wasn't over the moon. I pretty much said, I think in the second half of the year, he's going to be a guy that you want on your bench. But, you know, people really did not think that uh, Russell Wilson was going to be as high as we put him because they said it was going to be a run-heavy team, and it was. But even with that, Russell Wilson is magic, and he's able to do yep. a lot of really good stuff. And DK Metcalf directly, uh, you know, made that into a, a, a way into the prime time kind of like viewership of of the NFL. He's a beast already. He's got all the tools in the world. People can't believe they he fell that far because he's such a specimen. I mean, and he he did, he just lived up to the hype. I mean, he is crazy to watch. And yep. I mean, god, I mean, he really could get a few more targets and I believe that he will kind of raise that catch percentage up a little bit. It was at 58. I think that could be better. He is a, a deep threat when they need it. Um and, you know, they did have some injuries even in the run game. Um, they they ran it a ton, but I think that their offense could be even better. I did hear yeah. that, uh, and I don't know, you know, how true this is or if people are actually trying to make it happen, but did you hear about the uh, Russell Wilson wanting Antonio Brown to come yeah. to them? Yeah, I heard that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if, if that happened, I don't, I don't know what that does for 
I don't know if, in my mind, I don't know if that would help or hurt Metcalf, honestly. I I think that might just pull all the defenses to one side and you don't have to worry about, uh, actually, I think it would help him in my mind. That is such a far shot, but in your (laughs) mind, if something crazy like that happened, does that help or hurt Metcalf? I don't think it hurts Metcalf. I don't think it does. If anything, maybe lock it. I I think Metcalf is going to be there and he's going to, I don't think it hurts him. I really don't. I think it's going to help him. I think he, I think he'll be fine. There'll be no attention on him, but but there should be though. There should be attention on this guy. He's he's ridiculous. Yeah. So, what what CB can line up against yeah. that guy and be like, oh, I'm gonna I'm not gonna win one on one. Like, there's yeah. no no. There's very few that can be like, I'm physically, you know, sound <laughs> enough to make sure this guy does not catch the ball. So Metcalf is 26th currently consensus wise. So we're up. We're we're obviously higher on him, but we've been so yeah. no surprise. Most I mean the consensus does have Lockett 22 and Metcalf um, 26, which we don't buy into. I'll say, well, you know, so we got through 20. I'll just throw some others here. We'll lock it quick, though. He's 22 consensus. We have him 27. So we are definitely not as big as Lockett fans. So after Metcalf at 20, it went Keenan Allen came in 21, which you're down on him a little bit more than I am. But we're both down on him a little more. Quarterback situation, who knows what's going to happen. If they have a rookie, I don't like it, you know. So that's that's pretty much why he falls. Robert Woods comes in 22nd for us. I think that's a good spot, right? 22nd. Yeah. That's, he's, yeah, I um, mean, and I get it. If people want to draft him a little higher, they can. I just, I can't, I can't get behind him, man. I know he's put up some numbers. He's not a bad yeah, wide just, receiver, but I think, I do think it gets a little overhyped and, but who knows? Maybe the whole, oh, whole idea about lining up on the outside. He obviously did better in the second half of the year. So if they keep with that offensive strategy, yeah. that is a, it's a very solid argument for that, but I, I can't, I'm not buying into it. <laughs> Uh, Devonte Parker came in 23rd for us. I need to see more from Parker to believe it. it I I don't believe it yet. I don't. I agree. Not to mention, who knows? I mean, who's is it Fitz that's going to start? Yeah, Are they going to go with Tua right away? And then you have to go through the growing pains. Yep. I, that That's really un, unknown too. Yep. So that's 23. 24 is AJ Green. Um, I mean, this could be a steal. We just don't really know. I, I was going to say, I actually really love this. I will try to get him. If he stays here, I'm going to try to get him yeah. in a bunch of drafts because I, he is a, and I use this quite a bit, but he's a lottery ticket in the middle rounds yep. where you could get a, a wide receiver one for nothing almost. He still might have a year or two left as a top receiver. We don't know. We just, it's hard to say. So it wasn't like, it wasn't some crazy injury that, you know, knocked him out. Really, he could have came back last year. They just had no reason to bring him back. So. It's not like he's coming back from an AZL that happened, you know, mid-season or something. He's he should be fine. Debo Samuel's twenty-five for us. We both, you know, another young guy who could make a jump. T.Y. Hilton twenty-six, Tyler Lockett twenty-seven, DJ Shark twenty-eight, Terry McLaurin twenty-nine, and Will Fuller thirty. Will Fuller could ever stay healthy. That guy could be really good. Especially oh my god, without Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so even with Hopkins, he would have been really good. I, I wish he wasn't made out of, you know, silly string or whatever. Right. Well, that's our list there. That's our 30. After that, it gets more boring because the next two picks are Landry and Adelman. So no need <laughs> to talk about them. Some people get upset about Adelman yet being down. I just I mean, who's going to be throwing the ball to him? Jarrett Stidham? Brian Hoyer? I I can't can't get into that right now. So, all right, that's our top 30. If you want to see everything, all the ranks – Look at both of our ranks are up on the website again, fantasyfootballprofit.com. You can go look at all of them and, you know, see where we stand. And actually, you know what? I'll just say one player, Jeff, here that I've been looking at and I'm starting to feel like maybe we need to move up. Um, and I'm, I have him in the same exact spot you do. 
but is Marvin Jones. So are we drastically <laughs> underrating him? I, he's 40 for us. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just, I didn't move him up. I was looking at it. I'm just wondering. It's he mean he he had 62 catches for 779 and nine touchdowns in 13 games, and that's again without Stafford. I don't know. We're in <laughs> probably. I mean, where did he? He finished 27th, even. Yeah, I mean, okay. Games. So yeah, obviously we are under undervaluing. I, I think that's I, the Lions yeah. sucked. I mean, they were terrible. So you have to believe everything gets back like on track. David Blau throwing the ball to him, so it's like. You know, right. So I mean, yeah, I'm I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to change. I'm think I'm going to change my rank right this second. Actually, yeah. The par- problem is, move him up slightly. I I think that's one to look at. Yeah, He's going to be a good. I'm, I'm actually going to move him up to. I'm not going to go crazy. I'm going to go 36 right now, okay. and then I'll move him up from there. there there's a few guys. I just yep. if we have two more minutes, I'm going to pick yeah. your brain on a few guys. For First sure. of all, Jarvis Landry. Yep. He actually had a quietly good he, year he last did. year. He's he never did. been a huge TD target. But where do you see him going? I think part of my reason why I lowered him is I really, truly believe in Odell and think Odell's going to step up I and then more he, will go he, to him. That's really it, where I think it's going to Once again, happen. in standard, Jarvis Landry did finish 14th, and this is why he I He was good, yes. He was. Surprisingly good. He was. And, I, you know, I might be underrating him. I really, truly might. And it's maybe it's just a bias that I'm never excited by Jarvis Landry. But and part of that, it plays into it. But I do think part of it is Odell's going to step up and Odell's numbers are going to jump a little higher. So that's, you know, I, I truly, I might be underrating Landry though. I really might. It's, um, you know, we'll, I'll really fine tune these ranks as we go. But yeah, oh, yeah. without it doubt, could, this it, is early. He could um, be a little lower than he should. All right, the, I have two more guys for you. The second one I want to ask about is Emmanuel Sanders. I love that he went to New Orleans. What do you see for him? Because I know there's a lot of talk about him being washed up. And then every time he got to play, even though he kept getting hurt, he looked really good. Yeah, so I don't know what to do with him. I honestly don't. I put him, let's see, where did I put him? He's going to be, he's my new number 40 now, actually. Okay. Yeah, he's my new and number 40. And I have 40. him at 35, and I okay. bet we're, I bet we have him above consensus at the moment, consensus, too. Consensus, he's 44. Yep. Okay, yeah. So I think I think it's a good spot for him in that offense, and he did play really well. And we keep we keep writing him off thinking he should be done, and he, he hasn't been. And, um. And yeah, while I'm looking where I have him in this uh, vicinity of players is uh, he's going to be ahead of um, like Tyler Boyd, who I don't quite believe in and which I really don't believe in compared to consensus. I just I just don't buy I don't believe in Tyler Boyd and Mike Williams, who just hasn't shown me enough yet. And I can't I can't rank him higher. And there's players like that that, you know, probably should pick Emmanuel Sanders over them and Alshon Jeffrey, Robbie Anderson, Sterling Shepard. All those guys. Yeah, he should be ahead of those guys. So I think um I think that's a decent spot for now. It's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out, but that's a he's gonna be a good number two there for him. All right. I actually lied, I have two more guys, but we'll do <laughs> lightning round. So the other guy I have to because I, I just saw him here and I want to know your thoughts on him. Brandon Cooks. He, he yes, goes to Houston. I am, he's I'm an actually, interesting one. I am higher on Brandon Cooks. So Brandon Cooks actually is twenty ninth for me. Oh wow. Yeah, much. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. say I was staring at him and I was like, I, I have him way too low right now. And a lot because I worry about concussions, honestly. <laughs> yeah, there's. I mean, some of that's there, but I think this guy's. I mean, he, he's he has just a he's had a weird career, right? He keeps Very. getting, but people keep valuing him because they keep trading for him and tr- trading decently high draft picks for him, and so that keeps happening. He is um, consensus thirty seven right now, so I'm eight spots up on him. 
And I think I think he's going to I mean Deshaun Watson's a good quarterback. And this should be a g- good team. He should be able to be their number one. I did that's why I did put him ahead of Fuller. So he's not ranked ahead of Fuller in consensus. And I don't I think you probably had Fuller ahead of him, but I did I put him ahead of I put him ahead of Fuller. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind that. I mean, the more I th- that's why I had to bring him up. The more I thought yep. about it, I was kind of like, man, am I undervaluing him because of, of what has been going on? Um, and probably the last guy I do want to mention, because I'm higher than uh, uh, quite a bit higher than consensus for sure. But um, Justin Jefferson, because obviously he steps right into that Stefan Diggs role, possibly. I personally, I think he's a very talented wide receiver coming into probably the best situation. Um, and you can, you know, with a quarterback that has proven that he can, he can, you know, get the ball to the wide receivers, you could make the argument for, you know, uh, obviously, and I, I don't even say CD lamb because I, I don't think he's in the greatest position. I think he's on the best team, but either him or Jerry Judy, because they're both the number two, but you have lock compared to uh, a more guaranteed guy. So what do you think Justin Jefferson so, would actually be able to do uh, as a rookie year? I think it's a good spot. I think he's going to be able to be valuable player. Let's see here. You had him 32nd. You had him 22 spots ahead of consensus. You yeah. are oh, wow. way up. Oh, wow, that much? Yeah, yeah, okay. In, so I'm way ahead. But, but I, I have I really him 37. Do. I have him 37. I'm only five okay, spots yeah. lower than you. Yeah, yeah. okay. Good. So I, I'm not that far off. I, I thought that there were, he was going to be way under in consensus. But you That's going to be a guy you can get for not, nothing man? in drafts. I mean, I, I really don't. I think he is going to be one of those guys you – you can grab late, put him on your bench, and I think he could possibly start for you late, you know, in the year. Heaven forbid Thielen gets hurt again, too. He, right. All of a sudden, he's the number one. Like, give yeah, me a break. That's, um, that's going to be a good late-round pick, and if people aren't paying attention in auction, that could be a good dollar, $2 player. I mean, why wouldn't you draft him if you're getting him, like, in an auction for a dollar, $2? There's, there is going to be quite a few wide receivers you can get late, for, especially auction, like you said, for – Nothing. I mean, really nothing, because you know all the money goes on the top end of the draft anyway. I mean, man, we haven't even gotten to you know Brashad Perriman, Christian Kirk. Uh, you know, we mentioned Marvin Jones, but I mean, you have you know Jerry Judy, uh, Deontay Johnson if he if he ends up being the number two in uh, in Pittsburgh and 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 so on down the line. So there is a lot of guys to like later on. So in standard, I'm going to throw Justin Jefferson a look at this. In standard, actually, he's 59th in standard. He's behind Henry Ruggs, Curtis Samuel, Sammy Watkins, Deshaun Jackson. Okay. I think that is absolutely nuts <laughs> to put him behind Ruggs. And I right. know that I'm lower on Ruggs, but at the same time, I don't know. Why would he, why right. would like why would you believe that Ruggs is going to put up major numbers on on Las Vegas on the Raiders? Yeah, shouldn't. So, all right. Yeah. All right, I think that's it. It for wide receivers. We went long on wide receivers here. A lot of lot, there's a lot of players to talk about. That's for sure. So next week, I think we'll jump into quarterbacks, um, which I guess is never as exciting for ranks. But I'm actually kind of curious how it's going to play out. I don't actually know. Um, once uh, once our our top two are gone, which is going to be obviously Mahomes and Jackson, in either that order or the reverse order, it's one of the two. Who knows? You might have Lamar in one. I don't know how it's going to play out after that. Players are all over the board. Um, it's really not a sure thing after number two this year. Actually, I'm looking at I'm looking at some ranks right here, and uh, let's see here. Yeah, there's the consensus. Man, there is Dak Prescott seriously the consensus number three right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know he's not going to be that for you, but 
Wow. Yeah, I mean, it, it is really going to be the Wild West. Like, if you don't get one of the top two, I, I really... I mean, this is why I also was lower on Kyler Murray when we talked about him. Not that I'm low on him by any yeah. stretch of the imagination, but he's going to go really high because after Mahomes and Jackson, he's kind of the, you know, the next guy that's on fire that's supposed to be the next big thing. So I think yep. people will draft him very, very high. And yeah. when you can get... Shoot, I mean, you can get Aaron Rodgers at the very end of the draft now or Drew Brees, or, I mean, shoot, you know, Russell Wilson will probably be around until later in the draft, too. There's no reason to take anyone besides Mahomes or Jackson if you if you have to, you know, do it in the top, I don't even know, eight, nine rounds for sure. Somebody actually put Dak Prescott number one. Well, that I mean, that's stupid, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, there's no justification for that. Yeah, I mean, you're just, you know, doing it to be different. I, I can't imagine... You, maybe that's, number two, and you're like Lamar no, is due no, for an injury. That no. I mean, it's still a bad argument, but that's stupid. But all right, <laughs> we'll talk about that next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll I do that next drone week. Drone on and on. <laughs> all right, we'll we'll be back next week with our quarterback talk. Talk to you guys then.